Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 25 of Revelation chapter 14. And we're continuing to look into verse 11. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. And here God is describing Judgment Day, the time in which he is pouring out his wrath upon all whose names are not written in a Lamb's Book of Life, all the unsafe people of the world. And it is the smoke of their torment, as they're tormented with fire and brimstone, that ascends up for ever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night. And it is a verse like this, and there's other similar verses that we can find in the Bible, that people have pointed to in time past in order to um, attempt to prove that hell is forevermore. That God, in the day of judgment, will create a place called hell. He will judge all of the wicked people of the world. He will cast them into hell where they will burn and burn and burn. And, and you see, here it says, the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever and and therefore they must suffer forevermore. And that has been the historical, traditional teaching of the church. It has been the teaching of just about uh, all theologians. Uh, there are some exceptions, but that has been the typical teaching all throughout history. And And yet it wasn't until relatively recently, just a few years before May 21, 2011, when God uh, at that time was opening up scriptures and revealing much truth. He was um, clarifying many of his doctrines, and information came forth from the Bible proving and showing that, no, the judgment of God will will not be um, accomplished in a place called hell where man will suffer forevermore but actually the judgment of God is the destruction of mankind and this is why God throughout the Bible speaks of man perishing or being cut off or being destroyed and when we search those words we find that it is describing something that has an end and the law of God in Deuteronomy chapter 25 actually lays down a law that when an evildoer, someone who has done wrong, comes before a judge, that judge may not punish him with overmuch punishment. Now let me turn back there because I, I mentioned it before and some people may not be familiar with this, but in, in Deuteronomy 
chapter 25 and verse 1. It says, If there be a controversy between men, and they come unto judgment, that the judges may judge them, then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. So we see from that verse, this has everything to do with judgment. It is laying down a law for judges to follow when they are going to pronounce their judgments. And and certainly God, who is the great judge, the, the judge of all the earth, and and he is the just judge, if he gives a law for lesser judges, for human earthly judges that they must be under, they must follow this law, they must adhere to this commandment, we can be sure that God, the just judge, would likewise adhere to his own word. And the Bible tells us that he has magnified his word above all thy name, or all God's name, in Psalm 138, verse 2. And God's word is magnified even above his name, meaning he is in submission to his own word, and the word of God, the Bible, is the law. It, it is a law book, and and um, all the commandments found within the Bible are laws of God. And God has subjugated or submitted himself to his own word. And he he would be bound by any law in the Bible. And certainly this law that has to do with judgment. Okay, in verse 2 of Deuteronomy 25, it says, And it shall be, If the wicked man be worthy to be beaten, that the judge shall cause him to lie down and to be beaten before his face according to his fault, by a certain number. Forty stripes he may give him and not exceed, lest if he should exceed and beat him above these with many stripes, then thy brother should seem vile unto thee. There is the law that that the judges of Israel were obligated to obey, and they did obey this law. We, we read in the New Testament, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, the Apostle Paul is recounting many of his trials and tribulations, and he says in verse 23, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequent. In deaths, oft. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. That is, except one. That is, rather than forty, thirty-nine stripes. Um, five times. And why is that? Uh, it, it would have been uh, carried out by, by different judges in different uh, cities. And yet, all of the Jews, their their judges, their their uh, authorities, dared not. They dared not give forty for fear that they might break the law in Deuteronomy that says of the judge 
forty stripes he may give him and not exceed. And, and to be sure they did not exceed, they held back one. We'll, we'll just give thirty nine and then we don't have to worry about, uh, miscounting and, and possibly breaking or transgressing that law. Do you see the, the carefulness that the people of God of that time, the corporate body, the nation of Israel that were God's representatives to uh, the people of the earth in that day, the, the delicate care that they took to make sure they kept the law in order, at least in that regard, to pass just judgment and a just penalty that they were meeting out would have to be a limited number of stripes. As a matter of fact, God set a limit that you cannot go beyond. And and that teaches an important principle, which is that when a judge pronounces a sentence, he must set a limitation for the punishment. The punishment cannot be um, open-ended, it cannot be unlimited, it, it cannot uh, be, for instance, a punishment that says, I will cast you into hell, into this place that I create, and I will throw you into a fire where you will burn forevermore, and, and the smoke of your torment will go up forever and ever, and, and you will burn today, and you will burn tomorrow, and you will burn 10,000 years from now, and a million years from now, you will still be burning. You will never stop burning. That is a doctrine which the churches and many today still teach. And yet it is a doctrine that is contrary to the law of God found in Deuteronomy 25. It is a punishment without limit, without end. There, there must be a limitation to the sentence that is being pronounced upon the transgressor. Now, just so we wouldn't miss that Deuteronomy 25 is indeed talking about judgment and, and in order that we not miss the connection to the final judgment of judgment day, God actually likens the pouring out of his wrath to the giving of stripes. As Deuteronomy 25 was speaking of 40 stripes you may give and not exceed. And and so in Luke chapter 12, we read in a parable, it says in verse 46, The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes." For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. Now, 
here we see God is speaking of the last day, the judgment day, the time we're living in now, actually. And he he is picturing the punishment that he will mete out as a, a lashing, as a giving of stripes to to the sinner. And even within that, yes, there there may be uh, more stripes given to those that knew his will, and that would be professed Christians and never became saved, and less stripes given. And, and therefore, there can be more wrath poured out upon certain ones and less wrath on others. But in both cases, there must be a limitation set on the wrath, on its duration, on uh, other aspects of the penalty. It cannot be forever, eternal, without end. That is an erroneous doctrine. The Bible doesn't teach it anywhere. Well then, if that's true, and it is, it is true as we read the Bible, we, we find all kinds of scripture that supports the understanding that man will die and 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 then cease to be he'll be no more and so forth he will be annihilated finally uh, on the last day the bible teaches that throughout okay if that is true then why does this verse say the smoke of their torment ascendeth up for ever and ever and they have no rest day nor night. Well, the the reference to day nor night is a time reference. And we'll take a look at that later, but there is no time in eternity future. Once God destroys this world and he destroys the sun, moon, and stars, which are the timekeepers, there there is no more time, no more day and no more night. And actually in Revelation twenty one the Lord makes a point of saying of the new heaven and new earth that there is no night there. And and so day and night cannot continue on forevermore. That's that's the first clue that God gives us that um that this is not as it seems. It is not as we might think it is at first reading when we read this language. Well, what what about the smoke of their torment ascending up forever and ever? Well, when we look at the Greek word translated as for, which is ice, I would pronounce it E-I-S, if we were to spell it out, ice. It is a word that is translated as to or into most often. And there's a big difference if you read this word uh, in this sentence this way, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up to ever and ever, or into ever and ever, compared to, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up for ever and ever. There's a big difference how we hear that and understand that. We tend to think, well, since it's forever and ever, it means it's ongoing, continuing throughout eternity. And, and yet to the point of 
ever and ever, or to say that another way, to the point of eternity futures beginning, the point when God ends this world, when he destroys the creation, including the celestial bodies, and and brings the uh, elect into that glorious eternal future and destroys the wicked forevermore, well, if God began Judgment Day on May 21, 2011, which he did, and if Judgment Day continued, let's say, for 1,600 days, which it very uh, well may likely do, and then on that 1,600th day, that 10,000th day, that last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, God did destroy the world, and the punishment of the wicked was meted out as like to stripes over the course of the 1600 days, giving more to those that profess to know God and yet did not truly know him and less to the unsaved of the world. And so their smoke of their torment ascendeth up to ever and ever as eternity then came in on the last day, that last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, and all God's people return home from the feast that they they went to New Jerusalem or into the new heaven and new earth and all the unsaved had no rest day and night throughout the period of the prolonged day of judgment and and so forth so we can see how that explanation fits the verse and also fits all the other information in the Bible that would not permit the idea of an eternal damnation. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.